What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Clutch Picks Against the Spread. I am your host, Corey McAndrew, here with my friends, my co-hosts, Charles Giacometti, Nico DeLuca, and Colin Pirtle. Week six coming at you. What a phenomenal week five. That shitty slate turned into something of beauty, a thing of glory, if you will. I had a great week. Just to, to recap a little bit, I missed my lock. I had chargers. I took it at minus two and a half. The line did go down to one and a half, so I'm a little salty. I'm three and two on my locks. Jock is three and three. We'll talk about that fucking underplay that I absolutely hated in a little bit, but and uh, Nico's four and one, so... Uh, we have a lot more plays coming for you this week. We're going to kind of do the same thing again. Ted is not with us. He missed his college play, so we had to shun Ted for a week. Ted will be back next week with another play, but we told Ted, hey, until you're back on track, you, you can't come on the show. So Ted knows the rules. Again, I had a great week. Jockey, what about you? I weathered the storm a little bit. Uh, Saturday was rough, college football slate. Sunday was rough. Uh, Devontae Adams' first touchdown score made me my money back. Uh, which was good. Other than that, it, it was a tough slate. As you said, went one on one of my locks. It's kind of just the way the weekend turned out and had to make it back on Monday. Nico, how about yourself? Well, our group play hit. We all love the Titans minus two and a half. That hit, thank God for the Titans defense, 121 21 17. And then I had um, my lock hit with the Colts Thursday night. I would rather gouge my eyes out than watch that game again. But I mean, a win's a win in my book. So love it. So we we have a new member with us today. So Colin Pertle, Philly Pert, he was on the show last year for for a guest pick. So he he's going to be with us for a while now. So Pert, just to catch everybody up, we're going to start you off at zero and zero. But last week, how'd you do, buddy? Last week, so I was in London. So I was partying up with the boys, um, out international, and uh, it actually went well. Finally, some uh, I got some international trend, as they like to say. Um, it finally changed my ways. Back in the States before, past two weeks, eh, not so good. But once I went to London, oh boy, did things change. Oh man, Vikings, baby. As Jock told me in the beginning of the week last week, he was like, he knew that Vikings line was was going to change. So I was like, took their money line at minus 115 and boy, it went up to minus 210 right before the game. So, and boy, well, that, was, that was a great game, I must say. And then I took, uh, actually took Corey's advice on the Cardinals and bang. That hit, and it was a great overall weekend. So um hoping this week could be uh, similar as last week. I actually, surprisingly, the first time in my life I think I made money on, on NCAA football, at, it was like the late games too. I had a couple of five-leg parlays in in the first leg last, so I redid all of them with the late leg, and of course they all hit. So I was happy there. Uh, we're going to do the same thing this week. We have one guest coming on. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to break down one game that Nico wanted to talk about. We'll bring our guest on, and then we'll go through our locks of the week. We're going to keep it short for you guys this week. We got a lot going on. MLB uh, after the wild card, so we got, what is it, the ALDS, NLDS. That started tonight. Hockey mm-hmm. starts tonight. We got a couple matchups tonight, Wait, hockey, NHL. Uh, we got Lightning and Rangers and Vegas Knights and the Kings. As Some I said, good matchups right there. Yep, yep. We're going to keep it short today. <laughs> Uh, only got one guest, so we're going to run right through it. Without further ado, Nico, this is not your lock, but a game you wanted to talk about. I assume it's because we have Pert on the show, too, now. Uh, we got Dallas Cowboys at Philly right now. Ooh. Eagles are minus 4.5, minus 5 in DraftKings, minus 5.5 in FanDuel. Over-unders at 42.5. That doesn't look to be moving. Nico, uh, give us your rundown here. Listen, I think the Eagles are going to go probably 14-3 this year. 
They have the easiest schedule known to man. From what I see, what their three next, their three hardest games remaining, probably the Packers, Titans, and the Cowboys. I mean, oof, oof. That, that's Even the, just that, those. that is the easiest three games remaining. The hardest three games remaining. I just see them losing this week versus the Cowboys, though. I mean, it's probably Cooper. Cooper Rush is trying to make a name for himself, trying to earn that starting spot, which I think he is close to earn. And listen, I mean, yeah, the Eagles' offense is supposed to be very talented. Putting up 20 points and get the putrid Cardinals' defense is not something to be proud of. I can tell you that right now. They're going to they're going to win their division with ease, I believe. But, I mean, this game is just – I mean, I said it last week. I love the Cardinals. I put a little bit on the Cardinals winning last week, but I had a lot on their spread. I'm going to do the same this week. It's the same exact line. It's plus what? Plus five, five and a half. Yeah. I'm probably going to put two units on Cowboys plus five and a half and probably put a unit on their money line. The same thing. Eagles are not covering recently and you just got to roll the trend. I got to disagree with you there. There's nothing. I think there's probably nothing more difficult in the NFL than going to Philadelphia at the link under the lights, prime time. As a Vikings fan, I know myself. Everyone shits the bed there prime time, and there's a reason. That shit, that place is going to be going nuts, especially against the Cowgirls. Ugh. Cooper Rush, I think he's going to get his awakening in the NFL. I mean, maybe they maybe they keep it within a field goal, but I think Birds are taking that game, and shit, they're moving to 6-0. and I hate to say it, but they're going to be undefeated still, yeah, I, mean, I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're 3-2 they're and two covering the spread right now, which is... It's probably it's middle of the pack for sure. They're going to want to smoke the Cowboys too. Yeah, I they're going to want to, but like their their offense just. I watched probably a, a good portion of their game, and it's I saw out of six plays, it was five bubble screens to Devontae. It doesn't. Sirianna is not a an offensive guru. I think they get. Point. I think they get AJ Brown going again yeah, this we'll, week. I mean, he's we'll he's been I mean, quiet. He started out hot. I remember like the first week. He had like a hundred something yards within the first half. Yeah. And then Cowboys it just became De- Devontae Smith. It is, it is. defense is legit, and they're going to wake up. Their but I guess we'll see ball. if it's legit or not under the lights primetime at the link. That's – I may Boots may be on the ground for that game, I may say. I actually uh, – I'm, Pert, I'm, I'm going to be with you here. I think uh, there's a lot of points, though, so – It is. It is a decent – and I think it will probably – it looks like it's trending up towards the Eagles. So if you want to bet on the Cowboys, I guess I'd hold off. I'm waiting. I could see, I could see it probably gets to six, six and a half. Maybe yeah, I could definitely get to six and a half for sure. Corey, can I get a total? Uh, total is 42 and a half. Yeah, Cowboys perfect. are four and one against the spread. Somehow fucking that Cooper rush guy. He covers. He's four, he's four and out. He covers and wins. I, I don't even, I, I, I put all my bets in early already. I got by with the skin of my teeth last week in week five. This is not a week that I'm looking forward to. I think this slate is tougher than last week. Uh, not a game that I'm going to bet on. Well, that's false. Obviously, I'm going to bet on it. It's a prime time Sunday night. I'm probably going to have a little same game parlay on it. But this is a great number. Uh, I could see Cowboys within a field goal. I don't think it gets beyond uh, Eagles winning by a touchdown, though. So I'm definitely going to watch this number, see if I can get the best of it. But right now, nothing for me. All right, guys. So for our first and only guest this week, we have Rip Wheeler. Uh, we go back really a, a decent amount on Twitter. Uh, his tag is at gambling 400. I'll have everything linked below. Uh, this man simply hits his bets. I don't, I don't know what to say. One thing that caught my attention is every, any sport he bets, it seems to be up unit. So Rip, welcome to the show for the first time. We're super glad to have you. 
Hey, thank you for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Of course. So without further ado, we're trying to keep the show short this week. You know, first by week, there's a lot going on tonight, baseball, hockey. So let me read you the line here, and then we could give your pick. Right now, we have the New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers are minus seven, steady across the board, minus seven and a half in bet MGM. Don't know why you'd touch that. Over under is kind of moving 45 and a half, 46 and a half. So Rip, what do you got? I'm taking the minus seven, and there's multiple ways that I would like to play this, too. It's not just the minus seven. It's a perfect number to throw it into a seven-point teaser as well. If you want to throw it in with, like, the Bucks, who are also at, like, minus eight right now. You motherfucker, Rip! You beautiful motherfucker you are! Or you can parlay them both, and it would be minus 160. So, Jock's only yelling because his lock this week was a, was a teaser, and we let him fucking hear it, man, but... Uh, see, this is a game I'd like in a teaser because it gets you to a key number, Jock. It gets you down to zero. You're taking Rams at ten and a half. You're getting down to three and a half. But regardless, <laughs> my fucking Rip, Rip I'm, I'm going to tell you here. Uh, I, I really like this pick. I know you're a little bit of a homer, <laughs> uh, but you, you know I, I didn't necessarily have to mention that, but I want to because I think it's going to make this pick better. It adds adds the tension for you. I think the Jets are not really anything special. You know, they beat uh, Miami last week in a game that. Taylor, I forget his last name. Seventh round, yeah, seventh round pickup. Obviously, nothing to fucking show for. Uh, Jets putting up forty in almost garbage time. I I like this pick a lot. I'm going to tell you, Green Bay minus seven. Here's the thing with this too is that I noticed that I didn't watch that Jets game. I saw the highlights and such, but I saw that they scored five rushing touchdowns. If there's anything I know about Green Bay's defense, it's a bend don't break. So Joe Barry is just going to bait. He's going to bait Wilson to throw the ball. He's got Brees Hall last week. He had, what, like 200 combined yards. I think we're going to basically just bait the game to have them throw. And they haven't turned the ball that much over this year, but we're going to force it out of Zach Wilson. I know the Packers haven't gotten many away, but I think this is about the week where it's a a redemption game. It's a statement game. It's a bounce-back game for the Packers. And they don't lose back-to-back at home. And the thing that LaFleur has noticed after he loses every game, it's always because he doesn't give Aaron Jones the ball. Aaron Jones has 12 carries a game, and he has, like, what, 6.5 yards like per attempt? That's yeah. he. I think he's going to notice that's where it's going to go. We're just going to have to play off the play action, tell Aaron to chill out with throwing to his buddies all the time, and just ground and pound till the fucking Jets die. I, I love the death talk. <laughs> I love when people are so confident they want their opponent to die. Um, and you coming on here and saying seven-point teaser, I, I mean, if you were to say the word teaser any other week besides this week, we probably would have threw you out of the out of the uh, podcast. But you're lucky my lock was a seven-point teaser. And now I'm going to welcome you into my lock and add in the Packers. And if wow. you fuck this up, <laughs> you're getting blocked on every outlet that don't we listen, can get in contact listen to him. with you. Hey, um, if the Packers lose to the Jets, you won't have to worry about hearing from me again because I'll be I'll be jumping off a bridge. <laughs> okay, okay. More death talk. More death talk. No, but I think the one thing you said, Aaron Jones, I believe I bet on Aaron Jones to score last week, and he did not. And I think that you gave me a play with Packers money line. Uh, this is the same game parlay. Packers money line, Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown score might get you plus odds. And if it does, uh, welcome to my bet slip. Anybody object to that? It's your bet slip, my guy. Yeah, the only thing I object to here is you continuing to talk. So, (laughs) whenever you guys jump in here, hey, the 
to thicken the plot a little bit too, it is LaFleur versus the best man in his wedding, Robert Salah, and his younger brother is also on the offensive squad. So I think it's a I think it's gonna be a little big bro, little bro moment here. As as a Vikings fan, um I hate to say this, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is just a bounce back game written all over it too. It's I just don't see Aaron Rodgers losing the Jets at Lambeau Field. And like you said, both AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones last week had a subpar game each, so I think both of them will just ground and pound against the Jets and shit. I might honestly all spread this probably to like minus 12 and a half at least i think packers could honestly just demolish the jets and also i think it'll be i think it'll be a reverse the last week for the jets i think all talk you ain't taking alt shit all right we'll see about that jockey we'll see about that just like the your your yankees i don't see aaron Rodgers losing to two new york teams because i mean new york teams have been in all aspects of sports have been shitty the past five (laughs) years at your yankees they're not going to win obviously yeah, I like this. I like this play a lot too. I think minus seven is a perfect number. I think they win by a touchdown or more. It's the last time Matt Lafleur has lost back-to-back games. I, I, exactly. Like, I can't. I never. cannot. Yeah, I think I just kicked my mom in the uterus. I, I don't. I don't think that um, it's going to happen. I agree with you. Packers minus seven all the way. The last time Matt Lafleur lost back-to-back <laughs> games, he hasn't. Uh, he's only been there three years, and he's lost three, three, and then what four, and they're all spread out. Oh, and he wow. covers the spread after those losses as well. Well, perfect. Like I said, I'm already telling you, so I- I'm going to do it again. I think this slate is really shitty. I have Vico's lock. I'm going to tail. I'm tailing Pert, my lock. Uh, but I'm definitely going to add this. I-, I like this a lot. And your other play, ironically, was was my lock of the week. So we know you're going to be on that as well. But Rip, thanks for coming on the show, man. We really like your breakdown analysis. Love seeing you killing it out there. So keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate it. Rip, hey, one last question. Sure, sure. One last question. Yankees, Guardians, series. I have Yankees and four. What do you have? I'm taking the Guardians, honestly. Yes, yes, sir. Get them off the show. <laughs> Thanks, Rip. See ya. See ya. Now it is time for our locks of the week. All right, Pert, you're up first. Again, I kind of feel bad for Jockey here. Last year, he had this great thing going where he was our Thursday night specialist. And ironically, it was one of the only things he was good at last year. (laughs) Again, obviously, you have a Thursday night pick. We have Washington at Chicago. Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. Right now, this is all over the place. Commanders are plus one in DraftKings. It's a pick them in uh, Caesars. They were minus one in FanDuel earlier today. Over-unders at 38. Pert, with a ballsy play for your first lock of the week, what do you got? There's so many reasons I hate this pick. Um, first, it's just, <laughs> it's the worst. It's, it's a terrible game. It's a terrible game. The Bears versus Washington. That just makes me want to throw up. Next, it's the Bears. Who wants like it's the whoever wants to bet on the Bears, especially as a Vikings fan. Ew, they stink. But hey, they almost beat us last week, so I gotta give them props. And man, oh man, yeah, just as my first pick is just being the Bears. That's just disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. But I was just looking at the slate and. This game just screams Bears money line for maybe not their reasons, some of their reasons, but mostly just because of Washington. I think Washington's is in the dump. How do you have your head coach say immediately, what's the issue? The only thing he says is quarterback. As a, as you're, if you're Carson Wentz, what the hell are you saying? You're like, what the hell? Uh, if you're the team, you're like, what the hell? And 
to me, that's just the whole team's just a dumpster fire. And it being going to be a long week, they have extra time for the next coach. This just screams that Ron Rivera is going to get fired, just like Matt Rule. To me, and this is going to be the game to do it in Chicago. I know as a Vikings fan how hard that is, or ironically, to play in Chicago against the Bears. Soldier Field, for some reason, prime time, it's hard. And I think Justin Fields, they do some trickery, and I think they win this game. So um, my lock of the week is going to be Bears money line. I want to bet the Commanders so bad here. All day I've wanted to bet the Commanders so bad. But at the same time, Pert, you're right. These are the games that the Bears win. Just these somehow shitty, these shitty games. It's going to be windy, like you mentioned earlier in mm-hmm. our in our chat. So Bears are just going here. to be running. Yeah, Bears are just going to be running, and I think that's advantage to them. Since obviously they have the quarterback to do it. I like their offense. They surprisingly they almost came back against the Vikings, and they look decent. And I think their defense will somehow just take advantage of uh, Wentz, just like every other defense has almost, it seems. I'm glad you said that. I want to touch on this. Matt Eberflus, their new head coach, was the defensive coordinator for the Colts last year. So you're telling me that he doesn't have an entire bag of tricks up his sleeve on how he's going to stop this man? That and, like you said, Ron Rivera coming out and saying that. If you look at the numbers, Carson Wentz is technically the fourth best quarterback this year. He has the fourth most passing yards. His completion percentage is is pretty damn good, too. So, obviously, there are a lot more fucking problems in Washington (laughs) than just Carson Wentz. And that's tough for me to say as a Colts fan. And if I had to pick an NFC team, uh, you know, I would probably support the Eagles. So, that is super tough for me to say. But Carson (laughs) is is not the first problem in Washington. I'm going to tell you here, Pert, I think you're going to go 1-0 with your first inaugural lock of the week. Smoke on that Washington pack. Ooh. Yeah, I I was all over commies too. Um, in the beginning, when I first saw the line, I was like, "Wow, they're underdogs. Their offense shows flashes of greatness once every other game, more than the Bears, obviously." Washington's run defense is putrid. Derrick Henry literally tore them up. I mean, it's Derrick Henry. We all know that's different than what the Bears have. But I mean, I think Justin Fields is going to run the ball a lot more than he usually does. And David Montgomery is going to have a freaking field day. I think I think the Wash I think the players in Washington want Ron Rivera gone. And I think they're not going to play the, the, to their potential. And I think I think you're right. I think Bears went out right here today. I agree. I think it goes without saying that it needs to be addressed that Ron Rivera has been a defensive minded head coach his his whole career, and his defense sucks. Yeah. And and for to put blame on a quarterback. And you're playing in a tough division now, remember, and, and you put all the blame on your quarterback and, and you want to talk about the standard of, of play and, and how that quarterback position affects the league. Your defense is ranked in the bottom third of the league and you're not, your issue isn't at quarterback. He's going to be looking for a job because you just don't do that in the NFL. And if I'm Carson Wentz, I have no problem going out there and laying a goose egg. I have no problem with shitting on my head coach. And for the Bears, the Bears can't score if their fucking life depended on it. It's just it's hard to watch sometimes because Justin Fields just can't move the ball downfield through the air. They rely on people's legs. And as you guys said, all they're going to do is try to establish that ground game. So you have an offense that can't push the ball through the air, and you have a quarterback. You know, he's... He's a religious guy. I could see him being a Christian man and saying, you know, we'll, we'll get it back. But listen, if that were me, my ass throwing it to the wrong team all night, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and if the over under, I don't care if the under's 27, 
Thirty-eight. Give me the. Give it's me the under thirty-eight. 30. Yeah, yeah. Give me the under thirty-eight. I it's would take it at three. Game. It's going to be I would take game. it at three. It's going to be nothing. Nothing. Honestly, there. this game. This game might be similar to last week, where honestly, sprinkle on no touchdown the whole game. It's. It's. What was it like? Plus nine thousand last week or something. Plus fourteen thousand. It's yeah, going to be a bad game to watch. There's Chicago this, is Chicago's. They're two and zero at home this year. So far. I just hate when there's drama it's, on on two shitty teams and it gets oh, yeah. headline attention because no one gives a shit about Justin Fields not being able to throw the ball and Rivera be calling calling out Carson Wentz. Nobody cares. They, they both suck, and now we both have to watch them on prime time. Yeah, yeah. shout part, out shout part, out the NFL. I'm glad I'm glad we got your lock out of the way, but. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm done talking about this game. This is it's not obviously, game. obviously the shit bowl game <laughs> of the week. We talked about it with Nico's lock last week in the Colts. I swear to God, if you watch the TikTok, it looks like I watched the game before it fucking played. But, uh, Nico, we're going to go to you next. Your lock of the week, not to give it away, but this is my favorite play of the week. If I had a brain cell, uh, I would have beat you to this one, but I didn't, obviously. My bet of the year, two weeks ago. The same team. We have the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, Seahawks are plus two and a half, plus three in Caesars, over under set at 51. Nico, I kind of gave it away, but give us your rundown. I, I love the Cardinals in this situation that they're in. I mean, they played five brutal opponents. They faced the Eagles, the four day, I mean, five brutal opponents. I mean, yeah, they're two and three. Their record does not show their talent. I mean, they're two and three. We all get that. But, I mean, they're ten times better than Seattle. I mean, it's not even remotely close. Two and a half points should not be. A th- I told Cor- the, the line started at minus three for the cards. I was I literally told Cor- I was like, yo, I'm going to keep checking over and over again. Once this line moves to minus two and a half, I'm hammering this down. And it moved. I, te- I texted in the chat probably five times. Cardinals minus two and a half. Cardinals minus two and a half. It finally went down. This play has just opened my eyes through every other play this week. Cardinals minus two and a half is a piece of cake for me. Yeah, I'm going to be real quick here, guys. So I'm I'm going to take this one. My highest bet so far this year, volume wise, was Cardinals week four. My bet of the year that hit. My second highest bet was last week, Tennessee minus two and a half. By the skin of my fucking teeth, that hit. I'm on a roll with these high volume plays. Nico, I absolutely love this. I'm tailing you all the way. And this, I have, I'm going to have more money on this than my lock, actually. So great pick here. I love this. I think you're moving to five and one. I think the performance I watched in that Seattle New Orleans game and Geno Smith, man, you got to tip your cap to Geno Smith. Yeah. The he, resurrection he, of Geno. And I love it. I love it. Honestly, he, he was kind of the guy who, you know, it was either him or Drew Locke and, uh, we all know Drew Locke ain't too good. So, you know, Geno Smith stepped in there and he's delivering. And I said it on the last pod, Seattle's better than a lot of people expect. And they showed it. They showed it last week against New Orleans. They gave New Orleans all they could ask for. I'm not saying New Orleans is a juggernaut. That's a it was game. in New Orleans. That was, a, that was a good game by then. I agree with you. Kenny Walker now is their starting running back. Instead, Penny, I think, is an upgrade for them too. So, Although I probably do think Cardinals win this game, I think, yeah, Seattle, I think they do deserve some respect, especially Gino. I was like watching those throws. I was like, sheesh. He could I was like, that, that's the that's Gino of West Virginia. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn. I see points in this one. 
I see points in this one. Yeah, what's the over under at? Fifty one. Fifty one. Yeah. I mean, I'll just like just like last week. What show? Yeah, just like Seattle, New Orleans. I could see it being similar to that. See, All Jock, the only thing, though, dude, when we were sitting at your house, we were talking about the Cardinals do not score in the first half. Yeah, so, but what Seattle wants to do is speed you up. They want to speed you up. They did it to New Orleans. New Orleans, look at New Orleans' offense last week. New Orleans couldn't score a lick of shit. As soon as they played Seattle, they got sped up. And you have to match the pace of the game. I mean, you still have to run the football and get yards on the ground. Look what Kamara did. You know, they got, you have to get your stars involved because you know, Geno Smith and that offense is going to have a pace to it. Yeah. Is Kyler going to a veteran yet to say, Hey, let's play our game. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a fireworks show. Okay. Well, so you're up next before we announce this, you know, I got to give you some shit. Okay. I went out with no punishment to you, and it went against your part two lock last week, which was the under in the Jets-Dolphins game. Now, we were sitting there. I was at the bar. It was 2 nothing for the, what, the entire first quarter almost? And I'm fucking texting you. I'm saying, Jesus Christ, start thinking about punishments. We're talking about me eating Reaper peppers and habanero peppers and all this nonsense. And next thing I know, I fucking look up, and it's 40-17, to 17, and I'm off the hook. So, Jock, like I said, we don't bet the unders here. Get that out of your goddamn head, and let's start gambling, okay? All right, now that I got that out of my system, a little a little, go back to your namesake here, Chucky e. T's. So I'm not even going to read the lines. I'll read them after. You know what they are. Uh, so just go ahead and walk us through your lock here, something that we've never done before, unprecedented on our show. Go ahead, buddy. So listen, uh as Corey said, my name's Chucky e. Tees. You should get used to it because after this smacks, there's going to be much more of those. Nico, stop looking at me like that, you fucking weasel. So <laughs> there's going to be two legs to this teaser. The first leg is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, we're going to move the line seven points. We're going to have to lay some juice, but it's going to be worth it because here comes the knowledge. As of 2020, Tom Brady... Versus rookie quarterbacks is 17 and two. Let, let me clarify. Rookie quarterbacks taken in the first round. Kenny Pickett was taken 20th overall in the first round. He's 17 and two. Okay. Tom Brady's, how old's Tom Brady? 40 something? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he's old as fuck. He's old as fuck. <laughs> that he is. And he's now divorced. Oof, yeah. He has now won 24 straight games against rookie quarterbacks. Tom Brady. Is 128 and 83 against the spread in non-divisional games. That's the first leg. We're getting seven points with the goat. That's a lock. Nico, get your dog in here because it needs to sniff something. Ready? Fire. Dude, There's a fire know. sale in Carolina. There's a fire sale in Carolina. Out goes Matt Rule. McCaffrey's out the door soon. Burns out the door soon. More out the door. It's a fire sale. McVay's licking his lips. He needs to get back on track. He needs a blowout, and it's going to happen. Two-leg teaser. Rams, Bucks, don't overthink it. Don't let Vegas, oh, you're getting a touchdown. Fuck off. You're riding with Chucky e. T's. You're getting a touchdown. It's going to hit. Just lay the juice and don't be a pussy. I hope you get attacked here, dude. In all honesty, I hope you get fucking attacked. Uh, any of our listeners, just so you know, there's going to be a Google Docs link in our Twitter 
Uh, we're looking for a new me- a new member here. <laughs> Chucky, what the fuck, buddy? I mean, you're you're looking at a minus 145 seven-point teaser that doesn't even get you to a fucking key number. You still Listen. have the Rams win by a fucking field goal. You still lose. <laughs> I have a solid grasp. <laughs> I am firmly grasping this play. What if it misses? This got to be a punishment play. Got to be. I might, be. Dip, I might dip my balls in honey and go to a bee farm. How about how about Ooh. some uh, or <laughs> yeah. icy hot or icy hot icy hot all over your groin? Dude, you can't you can't post on TikTok, dude. <laughs> what the fuck you guys talking about? You got to go to the Yankees game as a Tribe fan, as a Guardians fan, and like put up a I'm a big Guardians well, fan. Well, no, 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 just go to dress as an Indian, go to the Yankees. Game. Yeah, there Chill. you go, there you go. Chill. Chill. Doc, we'll figure something out, but um, I don't even know I agree. what to say. There here, definitely needs to be a punishment. Yeah, this is this is so fucking chalky, so shitty, so Chucky T's ish that there needs to be a punishment. So we'll line that up. Uh, I mean, I'm probably gonna tell you just so you could fucking scream at me. You cost me fucking two units last week. Chill. Go ahead, Nico. I don't even. I'm out of this, dude. I, I I'm fucking mind boggled right now. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I really like this play. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Dude, this is, this is, this is just fucking stupid, dude. Like, I don't know. This is fucking stupid. You're betting against the Temple legend. PJ yeah, Walker? I don't, That's I don't know. I don't, I don't know who just says, yeah, dude, let me just get a touchdown here. Just let me put some juice on it. Who was worse at Temple? Stupid. Who was worse at Temple? PJ Walker or Matt Rule? I mean, Matt, Matt Rule. What are we made? Temple 2.0 and the pros. That's Carolina. Dude, I guess that's dude. why they suck. So dude, this is fucking stupid. Who suck? Who suck more? Dude, let, yeah, let me Tem- go, let Temple me... just sucks in general. Yeah, God, let, me go. let, me, let me get Rams money line as my lock. We're only laying a little bit of juice here. 145. About, so how do you feel about 10 and a half? Rams 10 and a half. I take it. <laughs> So okay. you think, yeah, I mean, if you think it's a game they finally get back on their tracks, then listen, they listen, should listen. smoke them. Listen, yeah, listen. If if this play isn't, I'm literally, uh, I'm renting an 18 wheeler and running you over. Yeah, listen, Jack, Jack, your new house, your new house. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm going down. I'm getting, I'm getting a crane. I'm going to the Kubota parking lot. Smoking on the Jock pack. Dude, I can't oh wait. My God. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. My lock's next. Jock, we all got yours. Okay, so so no need to put your hands up. Um, this one, I need to get back on the track. I fucking rattled myself. I should be four and one, but I didn't wait on the line. I put it in action network at chargers minus two and a half. So we're going to play it like that. I'm that confident in my ability to get back on the horse and to win this game right now. Cincinnati at New Orleans minus one and a half Cincinnati and Caesar Sportsbook, FanDuel, BetMGM, whatever the fuck you want besides DraftKings over unders at 43 and a half. I'm not overthinking it. Cincinnati. Back on the horse, train back on the track, legs feed the wolf, Cincinnati minus one and a half, book it. I don't know. This might be is Andy Dalton. If Andy Dalton's starting again, that's uh Bert, I think it's a I'm not I scared think, of I, anybody, I, especially not that redheaded flaming fuck Andy I, Dalton. I, I think it's a revenge game for Andy. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think he's starting actually. Um, I think James is gonna be back. Thank fucking God. Here comes Saints money line. <laughs> you fucking moron. Saints money line for Giacometti. Yeah, Corey, your fucking parents should be ashamed of the fucking human they raised. <laughs> Seriously. Wow, that's a little you, rough, buddy. You fucking <laughs> failure of a human being picking Bengals money line. In the I, didn't season- pay, 
It, not Bengals money line. Oh, Bengals minus one and a half. Okay. Picking the fucking Bengals in the Caesar Superdome. Get the fuck out of here. Michael Thomas coming back. Kamara just went off. Olave, if he gets his scrambled egg brains back together and puts them back in his helmet, he <laughs> might go off. <laughs> He's scrambling. This is coming from the kid who just took two teams, eight and a half, ten and a half, and said, oh, let me lay a touchdown, take him up minus 145 odds. You bet your ass. You bet your – well, let me just clarify. If Marshawn Lattimore doesn't play, uh, Jamar Chase might have a career day. He might – if you want to bet on <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. two-plus touchdowns, if Marshawn Lattimore does not play, that is that might be stealing. But T. Higgins is hurt, too, so – it does look like that Jameis is starting. So Okay, perfect. My boy Jameis back in like the door. I like the over, honestly. I could see it being a repeat of the Saints last week. 43 and a half, that's a low total too. So I think both if both teams to score at least twenty one, I think that's possible. I think I could see Joey Buckets is fucking balling out in the dome, but I could also see them going against the Bengals too. So I like the over in that game. These are probably two of the most um Overhyped preseason teams. Yep, pl- facing each other. I mean, at least the Bengals had reason. They made it to the Super Bowl. The Aints. I mean, they got. I mean, but they, they, but they, they haven't but had they, a QB they, the past yeah, two years. But they were still oh, very, very. <laughs> they were they were very very overhyped in the beginning of the season. I heard talks to them. I mean, they still have a shot. Obviously, it's still very early in the season. I heard talks to them win the division. I mean, they're only what one game back still, right, Jock? We're yeah. two and three. Yeah, yeah Baltimore's two. yeah, Baltimore's yeah. three and two. Oh yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But either, yeah, both, but either both sides too. They're both still one game back. They both could still turn around. But I mean, the first five games have not been pretty for them. They should put Taysom at QB. Honestly, yeah, what do you have? Like four touchdowns last week or something? Yeah, three. He's, he's good. At I, I I do like the Bengals out here. I mean, Bengals minus one and a half. Their money line is good value too, minus one thirty. Yeah, Honestly, I, mean, I may I may just hop on minus one thirty on that. Yeah, that, that's a very that's a very good line for them, and I mean they they're better than the Saints roster wise, especially if Lattimore doesn't play. It's because I would take it now, especially if Lattimore, I don't think a lot of going to play either. They're being really cautious with this concussion shit, which I mean they they should be at Jason, but I mean <laughs> I I would I would definitely. Play the Bengals here minus one and a half for sure. Yeah. Good yeah. All right. Hey Siri, play "I Stand Alone" by Godsmack. Saints money line. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that'll take us out for this week. We had another great guest, a lot of good plays. Jockey, take us out. Yeah, listen. We mentioned in the beginning of the pod. Uh, this is a pretty unique time, and every year, you know, the leaves start to change, uh, and you get that vibe back. You're putting on your sweatshirt. Hockey's starting up, uh, and we got a panel here of sports guys. And, you know, we, we say follow us on Twitter and all this shit all the time. Feel free to interact with us. Send us a DM, tweet us. A lot of shit happens during the week where you know, a lot of these, pl- these plays change or we just have an insight on an injury report or some shit like that. So reach out to us, you know, ask us about a play. We'll give you uh, all of our insight just we'll, and we'll talk about it with you 100%. For all of our listeners, we appreciate you guys. Uh, and just be on the lookout for more content. Let's give Pert a big thanks for, for this week and, and, and here going forward, joining us on the show. Peace. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.